last night was a bad night for MSNBC. Hell, January's been a bad month for MSNBC, a network that claims to focus on delivering hard news. According to Rachel Maddow, MSNBC is the arbiter of truth. For those seeking the way, the truth, and the light, there's no need to open your Bible. There's no need to consult with your pastor. There's no need for prayer. No, 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 no. All of those methods of seeking the truth are antiquated. If you are thirsting for the truth, all you got to do is turn on MSNBC. Rachel Maddow and Joy Reid, they will give you all the truth they think you can handle as long as it fits their narrative. Now, of course, us normal people refer to their versions of the truth as lies and propaganda. Last night, I got on Twitter after I watched the Pelicans choke away another double-digit lead late in the fourth quarter. I wasn't too upset last night about losing to the Celtics on the road. I'm actually cautiously optimistic about my Pelicans. I feel like the players are showing signs of improvement. Wish I could say the same about head coach Willie Green. Close to losing my patience with William Green, but that's a topic for another video. After the game last night, I got on Twitter and I noticed that MSNBC was getting absolutely destroyed. Not once, but twice. The first segment that I came across featured the woke welfare collector at MSNBC that seems to be emulating Megan Rapinoe. Looking at their hairstyles, they seem to frequent the same barber. He's the barber that has the airplane chair so adolescent boys feel like they are flying while getting their hair cut. Rage and the Megster, they also share commonalities in their work ethic. Megan Rapinoe believes the best paycheck is the paycheck you didn't have to earn. I think Meg refers to that as equal pay. Rach Maddow was inspired by this, and she demanded the same thing from MSNBC. She demanded to be paid millions of dollars every year, but she only wanted to work one night a week. For most of us, that's one day too many. As I'm watching this segment last night, I noticed that Rachel Maddow was trying to emulate someone else. Over the last couple of years, Fox News has dominated the ratings in late-night television. Greg Gutfeld has built a highly successful late-night platform where the panelists make jokes that are actually funny. Being the originator that she is, Rachel Maddow attempted to copy this format last night by inviting someone named E. Jean Carroll on her show. Since Rach was attempting to be a late-night comedian, guess who the jokes were focused on? Just take a wild guess. He's the man that Jim Kimmel dreams about. He's the man that Steph Colbert fantasizes about. Jamie Fallon is afraid to make jokes about him because Jamie's afraid of being accused of mythical racism. Last night, Rach and Carol, they were making jokes about Donald Trump. Orange man bad! Now, for those that don't know, E. Jean Carroll was awarded over $80 million, I think it was last week, in some civil judgment against the Trumper. I know absolutely nothing about this case, read a little bit about it this morning, and from what I gathered, E. Jean Carroll sued the Trumper over an alleged assault that happened back in the 90s. Why did it take damn near 30 years for this allegation to be made public? I had never heard of Jean E. Carroll before. From 1993 to 2019, she wrote a column called Ask Jean for Elle Magazine. It's one of those columns where lonely people write to a complete stranger asking them for common sense advice that they should already know as adults. Jean, my husband cheated on me with Nate the neighbor. He's spending all of his time with another man and neglecting me and the kids. Oh! 
help. What should I do, Gene? Signed, Lonely Lady in Louisiana. Dear Lonely Lady, this problem's easy to solve. Instead of being a lonely lady, you should transition to Bearded Brad. Your husband obviously likes men. If you want to keep him around, you should become one. I was surprised to find out that Jenny Carroll was 80 years old. Looks great for her age. Unlike our fearless leader, John Biden, Jean Carroll actually has the ability to coherently speak in a language that the rest of us can understand. But when it comes to being an entertainer, when it comes to trying to be comedic with Rachel Maddow, E. Jean Carroll is a huge embarrassing failure. Like I said, I know nothing about her case with Donald Trump, and I'm also not a psychiatrist. I have no idea how people are supposed to react when they are victims of an assault. I've seen a lot of similar interviews like this in the past where someone like Rachel Maddow will interview a victim. Most cases, the mood of the interview is somber. It's a serious discussion. That was not the case last night on MSNBC. E. Jean Carroll seemed to be having flashbacks to the days of Johnny Carson. Rach Maddow was doing her best to be an actress with the fake, uncomfortable laughter. Oh, oh Jean, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> there were two other women included, their usefulness unknown. I'm assuming one of them was Carroll's lawyer because she interrupted all the fake laughter by letting the audience know that was a joke. <laughs> Yeah, uh, anytime you have to alert the audience to a joke, you know the shit ain't funny. I have never heard Jim Kimmel say that was a joke. Now, of course, that's a bad example because Jim's not capable of making jokes. The only joke on Jim Kimmel Live is the host. But Jean Carroll, she has been claiming that she's going to use the millions of dollars that Trump's being forced to pay her to help finance women's rights. I thought women already had rights in this country, but what the hell do I know? I'm not Leah Thomas. Unfortunately for the lovely Leah, Carol, she is not going to be funding her campaign to represent women in the Olympics. The only women Jean will be helping is Rachel Maddow. Watch for yourself. I had such, such great ideas <laughs> for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel... You and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh, all right, all right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe I'm about to say this. I almost feel bad for Rachel Maddow here. She looked incredibly uncomfortable and it's probably because she knows how bad this looks. She was hoping for a segment that made the Trumper look bad. Instead, Jean Carroll managed to find a way to make Trump look good. Look, I realize these accusations took place 25, 30 years ago. I'm not expecting E. Jean Carroll to put on some dramatic performance here. And look, I realize she was joking. It's obvious that she wasn't being serious. The problem here, the problem here is the optics, the perception that she allows conservative media to create. She's on national television bragging about blowing all this money on Rachel Maddow, supposedly. 
She wants to use the money to restore women's rights. She was quoted as saying, Trump stacked the Supreme Court. He took away our rights. We need to restore women's rights. Let me translate that for you. When Carol says Trump stacked the Supreme Court, she's speaking in the language of shit fuckery. Luckily, after many years of covertly attending services at Woke United Methodist, disguised as a man who aspires to be a woman, I have become fluent in their language. When they say stacking the Supreme Court, that means Donald Trump nominated and filled empty seats. Translated to English, stacking the Supreme Court means the president was doing his job. The embarrassment, though, for MSNBC last night, it got even worse. Oh, did it get even worse? Since last night was Monday night, Joy Reid was sitting atop her throne at MSNBC, filling the airways with toxic mouth farts. Normally, this toxic flatulence is directed towards white and orange men who refuse to believe in the false narratives that MSNBC promotes. But last night, there was an unintended victim to the wrath of the wicked weave. They were talking about the bruised caboose known as the southern border. I mean, there is not enough Preparation H on the market to soothe the caboose down there. Now, of course, the Prep H wouldn't be needed if our fearless leader, Johnny B. Biden, decided to enforce the law. Believe it or not, I'm starting to think that Joy Reid might have an affinity for the orange man. Last night, she styled her hair like the Trumper with the traditional comb over, while she played a couple of clips of John Biden giving painfully boring speeches in front of hundreds of empty chairs. Joy Reid was caught on a hot mic. We were given a brief glimpse into what Joy Reid might actually think about the leadership of John Biden. Congressional Republicans love to latch on to President Biden and Democrats' successful policies and take credit for things they didn't do. Case in point, fixing what they say is a crisis at the border. With congressional negotiators continuing work on a bipartisan deal to tie border policy changes to funding for Ukraine. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. <laughs> First of all, I don't know what the hell John Biden was talking about. This is one of my main problems with this incompetent administration. If Congress would sign this bill into law, Batman Biden would jump in his Batmobile and solve this immigration problem. Yeah, um, John, the immigration problem was already solved. Matter of fact... We don't need another useless spending bill to solve the problems on the southern border. All you gotta do is enforce the current law. Now, obviously, I don't have the full context of what Joy Reid was talking about. She could have been bantering off camera with producers making jokes about the Trumper. But it sure seemed to me like Joy Reid was referring to John Biden. I don't remember Trump starting wars. Matter of fact, the four years Trump was in office... I don't remember there even being threats of wars. In the last three years under John Biden, the entire world seems to be fighting. Now, policy might cause some of that, but I think the main reason these countries have been emboldened, we have weak leadership in the White House. Our former president was married to a model. Our current president is married to a pretend doctor. Our former president stoked fear in foreign leaders. Our current president stokes laughter. John Biden has been the laughingstock of Washington, D.C. for the last six decades. He has never been taken seriously domestically. 
why in the hell would anyone think he would be respected internationally? I don't know if this is true, but it was reported years ago that Barack Obama said something to the effect of, John Biden has this unique ability to fuck everything up. There is no denying the fact that Barack Obama was 100% right. But give me your thoughts on this. Another embarrassing night for MSNBC. Hell, it's been a bad month for the network. They were destroyed for their coverage of the Republican primaries. Now you've got Rachel Maddow attempting late night comedy. You got Joy Reid busted on a hot mic where she seems to be criticizing John Biden. (laughs) I mean, does anyone take MSNBC seriously anymore? Are they becoming CNN? where they constantly make headlines for all the wrong reasons? You let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.